This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel better, cleaner now. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the House will remain in session until a coronavirus relief deal is reached. Speaking to National Farmers Union members today, she says there needs to be a big infusion of resources into state and local communities. We have to bring more clarity as to the pathetic nature of the Senate bill. I'm so proud that one Democrat voted for it. Did it have a couple good things there? Yeah, but it was, it was, uh, so it fell so short of needing, meeting the needs of the American people. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he understands Pelosi is getting internal pressure from House members and argues results require a compromise. I still hope we'll be able to get there. It's been disappointing that it's taken this long, but there's still needs. There's still needs. We have an unemployment insurance expiration. We have a need to replenish PPP. We have a need to prevent an epidemic of lawsuits. Both chambers also must pass a continuing resolution to fund the government beyond September 30th. The World Trade Organization ruled today the U.S. broke international commitments by circumventing the WTO dispute system and slapping China with tariffs on $234 billion worth of its goods in 2018. The Trump administration strongly rebuked the ruling, but the Chinese case is likely not expected to have an impact on the dispute with the U.S. That is because WTO's appellate court is shut down since the U.S. has refused to approve new appointments. American Farm Bureau Federation economist Veronica Nye says all the U.S. has to do now is appeal the WTO ruling to send the case into limbo. Read more of Bill Thompson's story at agripulse.com. Hey, while I have you, Agripulse is hosting its annual Food and Ag Policy Summit next Monday. It's something you don't want to miss. We have celebrity chef Jose Andres, Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue, Senate Ag Committee Chair Pat Roberts and Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow speaking about crucial links between food security and national security. You can register at agripulse.com. Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel, better, cleaner, now. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa expects the Environmental Protection Agency to deny all the retroactive small refinery exemption waivers requested for the renewable fuel standard. On Monday, EPA said it would deny 54 retroactive SREs out of a total of 68 requests from 2011 through 2018. 14 more have not been decided. The answer is yes, but I think that you've got to give credit to the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals decision as being the thing that is the moderating influence on what EPA can do in this area. In January, the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled SREs needed to be received continuously. Grassley also says President Donald Trump's announcement on conventional gas pumps being allowed to distribute E15 pending state approval is another win. You couldn't ask for the president to do any more to take the uncertainty of uh, farmers that they might have had about is uh, is uh, Trump really uh, ethanol or is it just a big fake and et cetera et cetera 
And uh, this ought to give all the assurance that anybody needs. Refiner groups like the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers are calling Trump's actions a betrayal to their industry. They say now EPA needs to answer how it plans to, quote, correct the 2020 RFS volumes artificially inflated because of small refinery exemptions that will no longer be granted, end quote. EPA still needs to release annual blending targets. The nation's corn and soybean crop conditions are slightly worsening. According to USDA's Crop Progress Report released Monday, it showed 60% of corn is in good to excellent shape compared to 61% last week. Just 5% of the corn has been harvested with the highest percentage in Texas, followed by North Carolina and Kentucky. Soybeans are rated 63% good to excellent compared to last week's 65%. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.